0: what is going on everyone i'm your host kevin munoz this is the leo podcast tech segment where we talk about all things tech this is today's free episode if you want early access to episodes and today's bonus episode where we'll be reacting to a video of a youtuber who was accused of crashing a plane for views well you can find that right now on our patreon.com slash Americaneo. and if not then enjoy this one For today's tech segment, I have three juicy stories. First up, we'll be talking about the digital dollar and what's covered in the Fed's long awaited 40 page study. In our second story, we'll be talking about how the IRS will soon make you use facial recognition to access your taxes online. And finally, for our third story, we'll be talking how the Bank of Russia is seeking to outlaw the mining and trading of crypto. All this and much more coming up right now on the Leo Podcast. Kicking off today's first story is about the digital dollar. On Thursday, the Federal Reserve released a long-awaited exploration of a digital dollar but didn't exactly take a position on the issuing of a central bank digital currency. However, this 40-page paper released by the Federal Reserve titled Money and Payments, The U.S. Dollar in the Age of Digital Transformation, shies away from any type of conclusion on a central bank digital currency, or CBDC for short. Instead, it explores the benefits of speeding up the electronic payment system at a time when financial transactions around the world already are highly digitized covering issues like financial stability risks and privacy protection while guarding against fraud and other illegal issues. The report even states a CBDC could fundamentally change the structure of the U.S. financial system, altering the roles and responsibilities of the private sector and the central bank. The entire paper feels like they are tiptoeing around a subject that has sparked debate inside the Fed's top ranks, even though other central banks across the globe are already exploring the adoption of digital currencies. Unlike cryptocurrencies, which are typically run by private actors, a CBDC would be issued and backed by the central bank. This is different than electronic transactions that happen through large commercial banks in that it could give consumers a direct claim to central bank similar to physical cash. According to the Atlantic Council, there are about 90 countries that are already exploring or launching their own CBDCs. Specifically, China has already moved forward with its own product. There have even been suggestions that China's lead in the space ultimately could threaten the U.S. dollar as the world's reserve currency. So even though a widely used digital euro, yuan, or dollar may still be years away, the projects could dramatically disrupt the global financial system. For our second story, it feels as if facial recognition is being implemented more and more into our daily lives. That's because it is the Internal Revenue Service that you all know as IRS will require people who access and pay their taxes online to enroll in a third party facial recognition company starting this summer. Even if you're already registered on the irs.gov website with a username and password, you'll still have to provide a government ID and a copy of a utility bill and a selfie to ID.me, a Virginia-based identity verification company. How it works is you'll take a selfie with whatever webcam or mobile device you're using to sign up, which honestly sounds like it could be a bit of a problem for people with older hardware or who don't have access to one. This is a concern that I've previously highlighted in my digital inequalities episode. Not everyone has access to these technologies and therefore is concerning because it feels like this is yet another barrier for underserved communities. According to ID.me, they don't sell, lead, or trade biometric data to any third parties or derive any profit from the sale, lease, or trade of biometric data. The company collects facial and voice biometrics to verify identity and protect against fraudulent behavior. Even if you delete your ID.me account, the company may still retain your biometric data for several years, depending on the nature of the data and relevant legal or operational retention needs. If you've applied for unemployment recently during the pandemic, then you might have already used ID.me to verify your identity and get unemployment benefits. However, it was reported that ID.me failed to identify some applicants. According to the ID.me CEO Blake Hall, they use a system similar to Apple's Face ID or the way a TSA agent would compare a passenger's face to their ID at an airport. Honestly, I'm wondering how this program will disproportionately affect BIPOC folks. I'm doubting that the IRS is using better tech than IBM or Amazon. And the Use published an article highlighting research that strongly indicated big tech's facial recognition software was inherently racist. For black women, the misclassification rate was 35% in some instances. For white men, it was nearly zero. For our third and final story of the day, while other countries are looking to adopt cryptocurrencies, the Bank of Russia is seeking to do the opposite. For those who don't know, Russia is one of the world's biggest crypto mining nations, but on Thursday, Russia's Central Bank proposed a blanket ban on the use and creation of all cryptocurrencies citing the dangers posed to the country's financial system and environment. According to the Central Bank, they see crypto as a pyramid scheme that undermines the power of monetary policy. They mentioned that mining hurts the country's green agenda, jeopardizing Russia's energy supply and amplifying the negative effects of the spread of cryptocurrencies, creating incentives for circumventing attempts at regulation. As I mentioned before, Russia is home to a thriving mining industry, which became especially important after China labeled crypto-related transactions illicit financial activity and vowed to root out mining of digital assets. This is due to crypto mining being energy intensive, requiring a large degree of computing power. Last year, Russia became the world's third biggest crypto miner after the United States and Kazakhstan, according to a Cambridge University data that was released in October. It'll be interesting to see how this will play out in Russia when you consider the $7 rubles or rubles i think it's pronounced or 92 billion dollars or assets held in about 17 million crypto wallets in russia that's all for today on the leo podcast i'm kevin munoz and for those of you on patreon i'll see you in the bonus episode where we'll be reacting to a video of a youtuber who was accused of crashing a plane for views people will be doing anything for clout and we'll be reacting to it otherwise i'll see you in the next episode and as always feel free to send me a message with your thoughts or with any interesting topic that you'd like to see covered in this podcast. Thank you for listening to today's episode If you enjoyed it, please share it with a family or a friend and rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It helps tremendously in order to bring more awareness and educational resources to our community. For more information and to stay up to date with what I'm doing, you can follow me on Instagram at Latinamericaneo. And if you need more information and resources, you can visit my website, latinamericaneo.org. I'm Kevin Munoz. This has been the Leo Podcast, and I'll see you next time. This podcast is not investment advice. I am not a qualified licensed investment advisor. All information on here, including any ideas, opinions, views, predictions, forecasts, commentaries, suggestions, or stock picks expressed or implied are for informational, entertainment, or educational purposes only and should not be construed as personal investment advice. Conduct your own due diligence or consult a licensed financial advisor or broker before making any and all investment decisions. Any investments, trades, speculations, or decisions made on the basis of any information found on this podcast, expressed or implied, are committed at your own risk, financial or otherwise.